Welcome to Tell Me Some More with me, your host, Dr. Shiva, clinical psychologist and curious human about all things emotions, relationships, connection, and growth. My mission is to help you in improving your self-confidence and your relationships, both with yourself as well as with others, and to increase your awareness around the topics that actually matter in order to live an intentional, fulfilling life. Each week, I'll be releasing one episode that will either be a solo session with me or a conversation with an expert in a different field. While I hope that you find this information helpful, it's not intended to be a substitute for mental health or medical treatment or professional advice. Now let's get curious and help you to have more of the life and the relationships that you desire and so deserve. Enjoy everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Tell Me Some More with Dr. Shiva. I am your host, Dr. Shiva, and I'm so happy to have you all back. During today's episode, we're going to be focusing on intentional dating. I'm sure many, if not all of you, have heard about intentional dating. I will say I've been hearing more and more about it since the pandemic. And so during today's episode, I really want to focus on what intentional dating means to me, as well as ways to be more intentional daters, right? On this podcast, we are all about living our lives more intentionally. And I think our relationships are so, so important. And so we're going to really be focusing on how can we make our dating experiences more intentional so we can ultimately have the experiences that we're wanting in our dating life. So for me, being an intentional dater is really being mindful and tuning in to what are the dating experiences that we're looking to have? What are the experiences that we're hoping to have? So are we in a place where we're wanting to have fun and more casually date? Are you looking for a relationship or a committed relationship or a partnership? Are you looking for marriage? What is the outcome that you're hoping to get to? or the objective that you're wanting to meet within your dating experiences. I think this is so important because I think so often we jump into the dating world really unsure as to what we're even looking for. And we may, you know, entertain or jump into different dating experiences only to find out that 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 wasn't what we wanted to experience. And so I feel like by taking this time earlier on, prior to jumping into the dating experience, then it will give us a chance to really be clear on what it is that we're looking for, what are the experiences that we're wanting to have, and it gives us a chance to be really transparent with ourselves, as well as then make decisions that fit that, right? It allows us to filter out the relationships or the type of experiences that don't fit what we're wanting to get to. So if I'm looking to get into a committed relationship and I meet someone who I would consider it to be great for a casual relationship or someone who's just wanting to have a casual relationship. If I know that about them, then that's going to make it super easy for me when I know I'm looking for a romantic committed relationship to make the decision of not dating that person and then putting my mental energy, my focus and attention towards the relationships that I'm wanting to have towards the people who are looking for a similar outcome, right? Towards the people who are wanting to have more of that committed relationship. So by being more transparent with ourselves and more clear as to what we're looking for, then it's going to make that decision process and that filtering process a lot easier. Additionally, it's going to make it easier to feel just more confident and empowered to communicate that as needed to the people that we're dating, right? If I know what I'm looking for, then I'm likely going to feel more comfortable to express that to other people. 
So really tuning in and really seeing regardless of where you are in the dating process, what are you wanting? Where are you wanting to get to? And being transparent with yourself. And of course, if you feel comfortable with the people that you are interacting with. So it's taking decision and make taking action in a way that's connected to the overall purpose in a way that's ultimately considerate and thoughtful for you and is really connected to where you're wanting to get to. But so once you have really checked in with yourself to see where am I wanting to get to, what type of dating experiences am I wanting to have, then at that point we want to we want to become even more clear as to what those specific experiences will look like. So what I mean by this is identifying your boundaries, your limits. What are your expectations? about this dating experience, right? What do you anticipate that it will be like? What are your non-negotiables for what this experience will be like? What are your boundaries? And that can help in really providing more structure around the dating experience. I think then we want to even narrow it in further and really think about if I am wanting to, let's say, date a person, I'm looking for a committed relationship, or even if it's just, you know, I'm I'm just looking for an exclusive relationship, let's use that. You want to really take take some time and really check in with yourself and ask yourself, what are my non-negotiables? What are the traits, the qualities, the attributes that that other person should have for me that that are important for me? What are the non-negotiables for the relationship? What should the relationship feel like? What should it be based on? What are my preferences? The reason that I think it's important to distinguish between the difference between non-negotiable and preferences is because so often when we're thinking about, you know, the person that we want to date, that ideal person, right? Our dream person or the experiences that we're wanting to have, most times people will think about a combination of like a running list of all their ideals, right? Of all their preferences. And of course, I hope that you all date someone and, you know, have relationship experiences that hit all of those ideals. But the truth is that it's highly unlikely that we will be able to meet someone who meets 100% of what we're looking for. And it fulfills 100% of all of our desires and our dreams. Again, I hope that that is the case for all of you. But of course, I want to be also realistic, right? It's unlikely that we will meet someone or we are someone who fulfills all of those traits. And so you want to distinguish, again, the differences between the non-negotiable and the preferences. So the non-negotiable are traits, attributes, qualities that someone must have right, that they must have in order for you to consider being in a relationship with them and engaging with them in this dating way. Preferences are really good to haves, right? It's like the icing on the cake. Like I would love for this person to have this trait, but if they don't have it, I would still consider dating them, right? So for instance, I think, you know, oftentimes people will think about height, right? I'll hear from people sharing with me, you know, Shiva, like I'm looking for someone who's X tall, right? So like oftentimes they're six feet and over. And we see that it's a preference, but they're treating it as a non-negotiable. So how are they treating as a non-negotiable? Well, if someone introduces them to someone who's less than six feet, they're quick to say no. Or if they are on the dating app, they'll filter based on height. Even again, though, this is a preference for them. And so I think it's important to really see what are our preferences and how are we responding to them, right? Are we treating them as non-negotiables? And if so, we want to adjust accordingly. You want to respond to the trait in the way that you're intending to, in the ways that you're perceiving it. So for instance, when we think about height, you know, something that I'll oftentimes say is, 
Is it their height that's going to support you? That's going to support you on days when you're struggling, on days when you need more love, more kindness? Or are there the other traits that are actually going to come through more and serve you more in the long term? So we really want to see, is this something that, again, is a non-negotiable for me? In addition to identifying these different traits, attributes that we're looking for, again, once you've jotted all of those down and really put them in categories of non-negotiables, of preferences, you can also include things that you could do without, right? Maybe you had considered at one point, but they're not necessary. You're realizing that maybe it's not even a preference for you, right? Like you could, you could do without it. Then you also want to go through it one more time and really identify the top in those categories. So maybe what are your top three non-negotiables? The reason I say that is because the more that we can be clear on our non-negotiables, then when we're in our different dating experiences, it's really easy to identify if someone fits those or not, right? So for instance, if I'm looking for someone who is really kind, that is something, if I know that that is a non-negotiable for me, I'm going to be looking for that from the beginning. How is this person interacting with me? How are they interacting with other people? How do they discuss people when they're not present? What are the ways that they show show support, right? So it it provides us with an avenue to be able to really look into those areas that are most important to us. I will come back. I would love to share more about just making this list and also considering ways that we meet this list, right? Ideally, we want to be looking at not only does the person that we're looking for fulfill these criteria or these characteristics that are important to us. But ideally, we want to be looking for, do we meet these different expectations? Do we have these non-negotiables? And I will spend an episode at some point really going through that process. So going back to what else we can do to be more of an intentional dater. So what I would encourage you all to do is, of course, having this clarity of where you're at, what you're wanting, what are the experiences and who are the type of people that you're interested in wanting to engage with. I think it's also when we're going on these dates, really being mindful and really proactive in showing more of you in the way that's most authentic. The reason I say that is because so often when we are in the dating world and we're going on a first or second date, There's a strong desire to be liked by that other person, to be validated. We all want to be liked, right? Like even if we don't like someone, we are hoping that they like us. And sometimes it's not, may not even be a conscious way of thinking, but I think as humans, we want to be liked. We want to be connected. We want to be desired by others and really accepted by them. And rather than focusing on the other person and how you may be perceived by that other person, I want to encourage you to slow down on the date and tune in with yourself. And really ask yourself, you know, how am I feeling about this person across the table from me or across the chair for me? What are the feelings that are showing up for me? Do I enjoy being in their presence? Do I enjoy their company? What are the reactions that I'm having? So really tuning in and paying attention to how, what is happening for you versus trying to figure out what is happening for that other person or trying to fit the criteria that that you perceive that other person may have in an effort to be liked by them. Additionally, really pausing and checking in with yourself throughout the dating journey. So let's say that this dating process, you know, you're dating this person and it continues past those initial few days. I want to encourage you to take inventory throughout the dating process. So maybe if you've been dating for a month, really tune into yourself. See, how are things going? Is this aligned with where you're wanting the relationship to go? Are there things that you wish would be different? Are there maybe non-negotiables that aren't being met? 
Are there, you know, areas that you're wanting to improve? What are the strengths of the relationship? So regularly taking inventory. I'm a strong supporter of just taking inventory at all times, but I think it's important at different points within the relationship to take more inventory. The reason I say this is because the more that we are aware of how the relationship is going, if we're getting our needs met, if the other person is getting their needs met, then that is going to help us in our decision making, right? It helps us to know, am I ready to continue with this person to make the decision to go further, right? Maybe go hit a new milestone, or do I want to pause and reconsider some things? Is it time for us to discuss something that may be going on, right? So it's being more proactive when we're taking more inventory, we're more mindful as to what is happening, then we're being more proactive, right? And preventing difficulties from worsening if there are difficulties or approaching something that we would benefit from attending to at this time, benefit from paying a little more attention. So I think just slowing down a big part of intentional dating is slowing down, pausing, and just really noticing what is happening for us internally, but also what's happening within the relationship. And also really thinking about, you know, as we slow down and as we like pause more regularly, this gives us a chance to really decide how do we want to move forward? So it's an opportunity to choose how you want to take action versus react based on the circumstances. So oftentimes, you know, when we're not intentionally dating, we may be dating someone, we don't really know where it's going. We don't know what we're actually doing. We are leaving it to the other person. Like oftentimes I'll hear, you know, I'll just wait until this other person brings up the conversation of relationships when the individual that I'm talking to is really wanting a relationship, right? So we're more passive in the approach. We're waiting for to see how things pan out, how that other person may respond. But with intentional dating, it's actually choosing how you want to respond. So not reacting based on what someone else has said or unique sets of circumstances, but choosing what works for you. If I'm at a point, for instance, where I am dating someone and I am wondering, you know, and wanting to be in a relationship with them and I'm being more of an intentional dater, then I'm going to communicate that. I'm going to bring up that conversation, even if that other person hasn't, right? If anything, I'm bringing up that conversation because I'm making that choice rather than reacting to what they are or are not doing. So I think it's important to be more thoughtful in our decision-making and may be more purposeful. Another example of this could be, you know, oftentimes people will go from one relationship milestone to another, right? So they won't necessarily discuss where they're at. Maybe they won't discuss if they're ready to move in with one another or not. And then they'll just passively just go through that process. So like, for instance, let's say, you haven't communicated if you have labels, right? If you are in a relationship with one another and then you just learned that the person has started to call you their girlfriend, but you weren't aware of it. Or maybe you start to stay over at someone's place. And before you know it, all of your stuff is there and you end up, you know, then staying with them full time. Those are examples of how the circumstances or other people's expectations or flows may get in the way and influence our experiences. So ideally, when we're dating more intentionally, what I mean by this is having explicit conversations, like where are we at and where are we wanting to go? And as a couple, if you are in a relationship, at those decision points together, making a choice of how the future will change. Are we going to be in a relationship now? At this point, we are in a relationship. 
at this point, we've decided to move in together, right? So making those more explicit conversations, because I think it's important to recognize those milestones and potential changing expectations that may come with them. And then as I mentioned, we really want to be focusing on just choosing more intentionally throughout the process. So as you're making these decisions, as you're hitting these milestones, really checking in with yourself and seeing, does this fit for me? Is this on board with where I'm wanting to go? Is this good for the relationship? And then taking inventory of the relationship throughout the process internally. But if you feel comfortable and if you're at that place of the relationship, communicating that. So I think it can be really helpful within relationships at different intervals, right? It doesn't need to be every day, but let's say it's once a month, once every three months, once every six months, whatever works for you and your relationship, but taking the time to see like, Hey, are we on the right track for both of us? Are there things that maybe you would want to change? Are there things that you want to be better? Are there things that I can improve it? Right? So, so really having those conversations, those conversations that at times can feel like overdone, like you may be thinking, well, why would I need to talk about that? It's obvious. But the truth is, what may be true for you may not be true for the other person. You may have very different experiences. And so this allows you both to really pause and really see what is working, what isn't working, and what may be similar or different for you and your partner. And then finally, one other thing that I would say is really being mindful of the stories that we have around our dating experiences of what they need to look like. This is important because for me, when I think about intentional dating, I'm really thinking about mindful dating, really noticing what is without any judgment or evaluation. So noticing what is happening also in the present moment within that relationship. And so if you're noticing that maybe certain stories are coming up for you, maybe you're thinking that a dating experience needs to be a certain way or quote unquote should be a certain way, or maybe there are expectations that are external that are influencing your experience, just noticing those things and really just being curious about where they're coming from and how they're impacting you. And then finally, what I would say is Really, as an intentional dater, I think it's important to not only regularly tune into your experiences, to have conversations, but when you feel like something isn't working, really focusing on how can I approach this difficulty? How can I confront it in a way that's effective, in a way that's appropriate, rather than avoiding it? I can spend a whole episode focusing on just the difficulties associated with avoidance. But I think so often when we have difficulties within relationships, many of us will try to avoid, we'll procrastinate on it. But I think as an intentional dater, we are more focused on what's going to serve us in living that life that is most consistent with our purpose, what's going to serve us in having the relationship experiences that are connected to that purpose, that sense of meaning for us. And avoidance, what we know is oftentimes it can contribute to more difficulties for us. And so being more intentional is really tuning in to what is happening and taking action based on what's happening and based on where we're wanting to get to. I will focus on that more in a subsequent episode in the future, but thank you all for tuning in. I hope that you found this episode helpful and I hope that there's something that you can take today, regardless of where you are in your dating experiences to help you to be more intentional, right? Maybe it's communicating more of your feelings. Maybe it's taking some time and really reflecting on what is it that I'm looking for. Maybe it's taking inventory within a relationship, right? Whatever that's going to ultimately serve you, whatever that's going to best help you in this moment right now. 
I think one of the biggest, most powerful things that we can do is just taking that moment and tuning in. Thank you everyone again. I appreciate each and every one of you. I would love to hear from you. So please do let me know what you enjoyed from this episode, what you're wanting to see more of. And I would love to see and hear how you are implementing practices of intentional dating. Take good care, everyone. And until next time, bye everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Tell Me Some More with Dr. Shiva. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you would subscribe, share, and write me a five-star review on iTunes so that we can build this wonderful community and support others in living fulfilling lives. Just a reminder that this podcast and information shared is solely for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. It's not meant to be a substitute for mental health or medical treatment or advice. If you're looking for additional support in your journey, please seek out a qualified professional. Until next time, everyone. Talk soon. Bye.